You are listening to the For Flourishing Sake podcast by Frederica Roberts. Welcome to episode 26. I can't believe we've been enjoying this weekly rendezvous for exactly half a year already. Thank you for going on this journey with me. And talking of journeys, I have just come back from Paris, where I spent two days teaching on the positive education module of the Anglia Ruskin University Masters in Applied Positive Psychology. The same masters I graduated from last year and the same module I took as a student exactly two years ago. The experience was surreal, awesome and honestly, initially, absolutely terrifying. I loved being in Paris, and although I was there for work, I wanted to make sure I could make the most of the experience, and that's what today's episode is about. Although it was definitely hard work to teach at a level I hadn't taught at or trained at before, it was also an honour and a delight to teach a group of students that were very experienced and knowledgeable in positive education. I wanted to focus my attention on the experience itself and enjoy it as much as possible, which I did. I also wanted to enjoy the beauty of Paris, a city I love, of the French language which I grew up with and love, and of the mouth-wateringly delicious food I know I can always find in Paris. According to an article by Dr Davis in Psychology Today, savouring just means that we attempt to fully feel, enjoy and extend our positive experiences, and is a great way to develop a long-lasting stream of positive thoughts and emotions. According to research by Dr. Barbara Fredrickson, maximising our experience of positive emotions is important as these trigger what she calls upward spirals in well-being. So how do you go about triggering those positive emotions and increasing your well-being through savouring? One way to do it is by taking time to savour your food. So often, when we're busy with work and life in general, we eat our meals without really thinking about the food – without taking the time to truly notice its tastes and textures, perhaps watching TV at the same time or answering messages on our phones or talking to colleagues about work-related matters. We may even simply be mentally distracted by our busy minds while we eat. Taking the time to savour a meal from time to time is a form of mindfulness. So one day this week, set out to do something different. For one of your meals, Choose a food you haven't eaten before and want to explore, or choose to eat one of your favourite foods. Set some time aside for that meal, and when you sit down with your food in front of you, before you start eating, look at the food. Observe its colours, its smell, perhaps the way the steam rises off it if the food is hot. Take in every visual and sensory detail before you start eating. Then, with each mouthful, Focus on its taste, texture and temperature. Notice how these change as you chew, how each mouthful feels as you swallow it. Notice how your hunger gradually reduces and how it feels to gradually be satiated. After you have finished eating, reflect on the experience and how you feel in that moment, whether you feel comfortable, are still hungry or feel overfull whether you feel energised or tired, and any other thoughts and feelings that may come up. You can extend this activity by photographing your food, as this allows you to reminisce about the experience later. In fact, you can use this form of mindfulness through photography for all sorts of activities. 
You can capture beautiful moments by stopping to take notice, snapping a photo, and later reminiscing over those moments you preserved. According to research, being able to savour and enjoy positive emotions derived from positive experiences improves well-being. Additionally, savouring has been shown to protect against depression, even reducing the likelihood of negative events causing depression. Reminiscing and mindful photography have also been shown to improve mood. I hope you'll give savouring a go. And of course, this is a simple activity you can encourage your students to do too. If you try it, get in touch and let me know what impact this has on you or your students. I always love to hear from you. Oh, and if you're listening to this on a podcasting app, if you'd like to find out more about the research I've mentioned or would like to see some photographs of my savouring experiences while I was in Paris, head over to episode 26 at forflourishingsake.com where you'll find photos, references and links. As always, I look forward to catching up with you next week. And until we speak again, for flourishing sake, have a great week. Thank you for tuning in to the For Flourishing Sake podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I'd be really grateful if you'd spread the word. If you'd like to get in touch with questions or comments or to contribute to a future episode, please go to forflourishingsake.com where you'll find all my contact details. And there you'll also be able to leave individual comments on specific episodes. I look forward to hearing from you.